Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And today I am joined by my friend Dave and we are breaking down UFC 271. Headlined by Israel Stylebender Adesanya and Robert Bumpy Knuckles. Not Bumpy Knuckles, that's Freddie Fox. Bobby Knuckles. Bobby Knuckles Whitaker. Now, if you are familiar with Freddie Fox, you will know that he is a rapper from New York, and he did an album called Industry Takeover about 20-plus years ago, and he is not fighting this Saturday, not this Saturday, Saturday, February 12th at UFC 271. So just to be clear, uh, Bobby Knuckles, not Bumpy Knuckles, fighting Saturday uh, the 12th. At UFC 271. That being said, that's not to say uh, Bumpy Knuckles won't be fighting. He's just not scheduled to fight uh, Israel. So, all right, folks. I am joined again, like I said, by my friend Dave. And yeah, why keep this conversation going if we don't have to? Let's get straight into some kick and punchy action. All right. So the hat. You complimented the hat. Thank you very much. It was a gift. That's a great gift. It was a really, really cool gift um, from uh, Coach Curtis uh, on the way out of uh, on the way out of town. So, Very nice. Yeah, it was absolutely a cool gift to give. Uh, so, so thank you, Coach Curtis, for that. It's an appropriate so, hat. It is. Are we going to pick up the top or just start over? No, we're here. We're already recording, my friend. All right. So let's so, pick up or just start all over. Oh, so, so now I'm picking up what you're putting down. So, okay, so let us talk a little bit about that. So I'm pulling up the fights on SureDog right now. So yesterday, you and I tried to make this happen, uh, and the internet in Alaska is sketchy at best. And the roads are sketchy at best, which is kind of why one of the reasons we're not doing this face-to-face right now. So... Um, there is a whole other like shitty recording of us kind of doing our fight picks. So I'll, you know what? I might just put Let's that up as well. We'll just start all over and we'll just go with it. You know what? I think that's a really, really good idea. It's getting a little choppy, but let's roll with it. Uh, first fight of the night, the first dark match of the night. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why this is the uh, first fight of the night, um, but it looks like it has been changed. Its placement on the fight card has been changed. Thank God. Where's it at now? Um, I'm I'm not sure where it is, but it's not it's not at the bottom of the card. He's fighting before Bobby Green, so let's just call it now. It's Andre Arlovsky. Okay. But I think that we need to roll. Yeah, well, we need to roll it back a little bit because it moved up from where it was on SureDog yesterday. Um, we are completely skipping over uh, what looks to be the very last fight in the very long career of Roxanne Modafferi. Roxanne, my hat's off. Great career. Been around for for a while. Fighting some some serious top tier fighters, yeah. Uh, BJJ black belt. Uh, I think that she has a long career ahead of her um, in grappling competitions. But this uh, sounds like this is the very last fight of her career. And the Happy Warrior is going in against Casey O'Neill, who's eight and zero. So 
I'm going to go ahead and say that Roxanne uh, wins by a submission because she has all of the experience in the world. And uh, I'm sorry, Miss Casey O'Neill. You, you're a lot. You're a cool cross between Casey Jones and April O'Neill. I'm sure you're a Ninja Turtle, and you'll make it back. You're, but this is going to be your first loss, and you're going to take it uh, at the hands of Roxanne Modafferi. No disrespect. No, 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 nothing to like be sad about. You know what I mean? Oh. Losing to a great fighter like that, you, you, that loss is nothing to hold your head down. Nope. I think you know what? I'm going to say that she's uh, she's going to come back after this loss, and uh, she's going to go on a title run. There you go. She's probably going to go on a title Fair run. Enough. Yep. But this is just going to be her loss. Yep. Okay. I'll, I'll stand behind that one. Yeah. Just have Next one. We Next, we're moving on to Andre Arlovsky. Now, when we spoke yesterday, it looked like that was the very first fight on the card, and it didn't make any sense. But according to SureDog today, it is a completely different circumstance, um, and he is fighting uh, immediately after Roxanne Modafferi against uh, Jared Vandara. Don't know much about Jared Vandara. He is 12 and 6 as a heavyweight. Uh, versus Andre Arlovsky, who is 32 and 20. Um, I think that experience is going to play a big part in this. Okay, I'll call it. He'll win as long as he doesn't try a flying knee. Man. <laughs> what do you think of the chances that, that this Jared guy is going to try and throw that sort of looping right that Fedor threw to knock out Andre Arlovsky? What but do you that, think he tries to do that? I would. Oh, yeah. And pro yeah. Proven. But mind you, I don't know this guy, and I don't think he has the, the force behind it that Fedor has with those looping punches that have knocked out many of fighters 100 percent. yeah I, I'll, I'll give you that i don't but i don't know i mean he's a i don't know anything about him uh i but i do know that this is his opportunity to fight a legend and so uh he's he knows that too yeah and this is this could be a serious step in the right direction for him or it could put arlovsky you know back up on the main card fights this um this is really a fight with a in my opinion a lot to really think about um so in this you have andre arlovsky uh it, it this kind of does have a real a real impact for andre arlovsky's career at this point if he gets past a guy whose nickname is the mountain um then he comes into uh Another discussion about, is this a title run for him? He's a heavyweight. He is in his 40s. This is his, um, if he wants to make a run for it, this is his time to make a run for it. Um, because if he suffers one of those knockout losses, um, then I'm going to go, I'll, I'll say that I don't, I don't need to see that again. And I hope the game's been good to him. Um, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure he's, he's not a guy that's hurting for money. He's been doing this for a while. Um, but I would like to see him make this title run. I would, I would love to see that as a fan. 
I would love to see Andre Arlovsky 20 years uh, after, you know, I think we're coming on 20 years since he had that belt uh, as the heavyweight champion of the world. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see that story. After Glover Deshera, I'd love to see that. I would like to see him get that title shot too. And I I hope he's invested his money wise and doesn't pull like a Shoney Carter who's got to fight in bars to make money still. I know nothing about Shoney Carter uh, fighting in, like, I know that he's been, like, he fought, uh, was doing some amateur stuff, uh, but that was like 10 years, not necessarily amateur stuff, but like local cards and stuff. I, I, um, I, I know nothing. I didn't know it. Is he on, is he on social media? We can look out and like reach out to him. Um, but like, uh, here's, here's the thing. If you're fighting Shoney Carter in a, in a bar, right. Shoney Carter is making his bread, right? He's getting, he's getting bread to be there. Okay. But I'm not somebody saying, else is doing it for 150 bucks. I'm not saying too much details other than Shoney Carter has reached out to somebody we both know about coming down here getting on a card you know what love to see it love to see it why not um but going back to this like going back to andre arlovsky um man i think he takes it i, I hope I, he takes it. I hope he bows out i don't want to see him you know fighting on a dark match so i I'm looking at uh, at Jared the Mountain's record, right? And he's got, you know, he's a young guy. He's 29 years old. And, and as a heavyweight, you're basically like a kid at 29. Um, but yeah. he's got wins over guys like Justin Taffa. Uh, and uh, he got to the UFC. It looks like he got through the contender. Um, and this is what I think makes that interesting. He got there because he beat a guy. He knocked out a guy, TKO, a guy by the name of Harry Hunsucker. No one wants to get beat up by Harry Hunsucker. I say that Harry Hunsucker, who I've never seen fight in my life, can kick my ass, and I know that. All right, so I'd be the guy who gets his ass kicked by Harry Hunsucker, who thought he was trying to be cute. All right, let me clarify that up. Harry Hunsucker can kick my ass. I know it without a question, and I don't know what he looks like. All right, there we go. <laughs> but nobody wants okay. to get knocked out by Harry Hunsucker. He, oh. oh, man, you got you Hunsucker. Look, how do you look at someone in the mirror afterwards? Like, Hunsucker knocked you out? Man, <laughs> Hunsucker gave you the stiff one. Hunsucker hung you out to dry. You're saying, man, that sure sucked getting knocked out by Hunsucker. Yeah. Um, so move. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the veteran on this one. I'm gonna stick with Andre Orlovsky. I think he takes yeah. Harry Hunsucker. Okay. Not Harry Hunsucker. He takes Jared. <laughs> I think he takes Jared. And I think Shoney Carter kicks my ass, too. With confidence, huh? We, I'll say it with confidence. I like, 
Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'll just, I'll take it. Like, I know, I know talking about it, like I'll get my ass, like, I'll think about it for a second, man. No, I'd say, like, you know, let me reconsider that. For a yelling, duck, duck, Bill. Okay. You didn't duck fast enough. Poor Bill. Oh. Um, so moving All on. All right. On to the next fight. <laughs> um, uh, Bobby Green versus Nasrat, <laughs> name I did not practice at all. All right. Nasrat, 14 and three. Bobby Green, the veteran, 28, 12 and one. Um, green all day. Green all day. Again, this is Nasrat's opportunity, just like, um, just like Jared's. Okay. And maybe this becomes one of those cards where we learn their names. We're, we're not going to be making any mistakes on their names after okay. this. Um, Nasrod coming out of Hamburg, you need Germany. To... With that being said, Bill, a little side note. Go back and watch Francis Ngannou's first fight in the UFC. Listen to Joe Rogan's commentary. He calls him Naganu, Nunu, Namana. Cannot pronounce his name at all. At the end, the announcer... Mr. Buffer says Francis Ngannou, and you see Rogan look at him and go, shit. It looks at him. He slaughtered his name for the whole fight. Every round had a different name for him. But now we know it. Now we all know it. And and maybe <laughs> this is going to be Nasrat and Jared's night. Um, looking at uh, at his fights, he's definitely a veteran. He's been around. Uh, he's been in the UFC and around the UFC for quite a while. The fact that we don't, that I don't know his name, I think says more about me. Now he's got, um, he's got a, he's got a back and forth record. His last fight was a loss to Dan Hooker. It was a decision back in September on the Volkanovsky Ortega card. Um, oh, I know he is. Yeah. I watched the fight. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Green still got him. Yeah, was right. not. But isn't that impressed with that fight? He did good, not good enough, but he did good. And uh, Green, I just think, is going to take it with experience. And uh, yeah, Simple. all right. Uh, so moving on from that, we've got uh, Kyler Phillips and Marcelo Rojo uh, in the bantamweight division. I don't know much about uh, about these gentlemen, other than uh, it looks like uh, old Kyler is a brown belt. But the UFC 135 division is getting pretty interesting right now. It's a stacked division. It's always been a stacked division, but it's just getting to that next point of what do these guys have to do to beat each other? Because there is some amazing guys in that division. Oh, there, there's, um, I mean, we're talk about it for, uh, for a quick second. You've got, um, Dominic Cruz, you've got Jose Aldo, you've got TJ Dillashaw, uh, just in that, just in that division and they're not the champion. So there are some, there are some fights to make. And then there are some fights that, uh, will I think make sense, but I think that this is going to be a fight that decides who, legends are going to be fighting next now tj dillashaw my understanding is he has been promised a, a title fight um i you know i don't know i know he just had uh knee surgery so i don't know if that's something that's you know going to happen 
immediately. Maybe we'll I'm glad Cruz is still there, still doing his thing. Huge fan of his. His footwork is fucking amazing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in that bantamweight division, then yeah, I think it's I think it's a, it's a it's a wide open. Uh, it's wide open. I think that the UFC 135 uh, bantamweight division is wide open. Um, but I the, that I don't know who either of these guys are again says more about me. Um, to that division is a smorgasbord sport of abilities. You have some of the best strikers. You have some guys that are great ground. You have guys that are cardio fanatic fiends. And it just makes the Bantamweight division, when it first started, I was like, eh, okay. You know, it is. But I was more into the heavyweights. Now those Bantamweights have definitely proved to me they steal the show. So, I mean... If the, when this fight happens, whoever wins, neither of them are getting immediate title shots. Um, Next uh, level mini fight. You've got Aljamain Sterling uh, scheduled to fight uh, Petra Jan. Um, TJ Dillashaw is going to be fighting um, in that for that belt. Um, man, this is going to be really. Neither of these. What's interesting is neither of these guys are in the the top fifteen. But it, it seems like it's um, – yeah, I don't know why this is where this it is. Could be hard. Yeah, this is an opportunity for these little guys, I guess. Good for them. God bless them. Um, get us to learn your names. <laughs> um, and, and ultimately, like, that's what you want. Um, you, you want that. You, you want us to learn your names. Um, luckily, these guys have pretty simple names. Um, and not like Vandara. Um, okay, so moving on. We got Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. So, like, we are really getting into the meat of this fight. I've been, I've been pontificating uh-huh. on this fight. Pontificating. That's a big word. All right. I've been, man, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about this fight and what happens depending on who wins um, and how they win is, is, is interesting to me. But the most interesting thing to me is what happens after the winner wins. Okay. Um, now, Derek Brunson and Jared Cannonier haven't fought yet. Um, so this is one of the few fights in that division right now that uh, means something that isn't like I mean, it's not a rematch. Um, it's not a fight we're seeing again. I don't necessarily know why we're watching. I know why we're watching Israel Adesanya and, and um, Robert Whitaker, and we'll get to that. But this is um, Whitaker. Well, we got to go back to Brunson and uh, um, and Cannoneer. I think that. Um, Homer. Okay, so the implications are interesting because if Brunson wins. It means he has to eventually, like he has to rematch Adesanya. But if is if Jared Cannonier wins, if, if Jared Cannonier wins, I don't know that it actually means anything. The more I think about it, so Robert Whitaker, one, neither of these fights matter if Israel Adesanya loses on Saturday or loses uh, on 271. Everything depends on Israel Adesanya um, 
winning. If winning. You, okay, so so if Robert Whitaker starches Israel Adesanya or he grinds him out to a decision, Israel Adesanya is still going to get an immediate rematch, right? So in order for this this Jared Cannonier fight, Derek Brunson fight to really have like immediate serious implications means that Israel Adesanya has to win on Saturday, in my opinion. Otherwise, I mean, you still have exciting fights in that division and you still have, you, you still have some really good serious fights in that division. You have Kamaru Usman talking about moving up um, because he's been so dominant in the welterweight division that an immediate fight with Derek Brunson or Jared Cannonier um, immediately makes sense uh, because I don't imagine that uh, for, you know, what Dana, what I don't, you know, I don't know that you're going to see Israel Adesanya and Kamaru Usman fight anytime soon, but I will say that a Derek Brunson um, Kamaru Usman fight makes sense. A Jared Cannonier fight um, with Kamaru Usman makes sense. There are a lot of good fights for um, for Kamaru Usman in at middleweight if Israel Adesanya isn't the champion. All right. We're going to do this a little different this time because we're both, I know, torn about this fight. I'm going to say one, two, three. Throw the name out of who you pick. Are we talking about Brunson or Cannonier? Or are we talking about Cannonier, Brunson, or are we talking about Israel Adesanya and... Brandon. Brunson Cannonier. Brunson Cannonier. All right. Hold on. <sighs> They're both so good. Uh, all right. Okay. One, two, three. Brunson. Oh, we're, we're drawn. How did you? The sad part is I could go either way with this. Both fighters, exciting fights. Both of them have a lot of the ability to end the fight quick, the ability to draw the fight out. It's going to be, it's going to be a fight that is going to be fun either way. See, I don't, I don't know. I think that I think it has the, there's the opportunity for it to be fun. There absolutely is. But they could call it out. I think I go with Brunson because I see that Brunson knows that this is his, his shot at, uh, at a title, right? I think that he, um, I think he goes full professional and, um, and does uses all of his grappling um, to, to, to just to make it dominant on the ground. Um, I don't see him standing with Jared Cannonier. I think that that makes it risky for him, just as risky one way or the other. Um, but I think that Jared Cannonier has a really, really heavy strength in that division. He's a guy that came down from heavyweight. He fought in the same division as Francis Ngannou. We could have hypothetically seen Jared Cannonier fight Francis Ngannou. That's a thing that at one point could have happened in the universe. However, um, Jared Cannonier is now a middleweight, but he knocked out heavyweights. He was a guy who 
Um, Glover Teixeira had to use his weight. You had to use his wrestling and his experience um, to hold him down and win his fight against Jared Cannonier because Jared Cannonier was a heavyweight who knocked out heavyweights. And now he's a middleweight. And so he's still going to be really strong. He's still going to be really fast. He's going to have incredible cardio because he's not carrying around all of that extra weight. He's probably going to be about 200 and something pounds on Saturday night when he makes the walk into the octagon. But Derek Brunson is probably going to be around that as well. And I think that Derek Brunson is going to lean on his experience. He's going to, you know, and that's where um, I think that he's going to, if he wins, he wins by grinding it out. He doesn't win by, by standing and banging. Um, I, Cause I think that you, if you play that game with Jared Cannonier, um, your brain is going to turn off for a second, for a few seconds, you're going to be dead in the skull. It's kind of like guys that want to play that game with uh, Derek Lewis. You don't play that game with guys with that much power. It's a stupid game to play. It's it's dumb. Don't play that game. Don't <laughs> don't play that game. And and that's not to say that Derek Brunson can't knock people out, but it's not a game you want to play with Jared Cannonier. So I think that um I think that it'll it'll be a matter of wrestling, it'll be a matter of grappling. Um, but at the same time, Jerry Cannonier is a big, strong guy. So I, I imagine that Derek Brunson is, is going to grind it out. We'll see. It'll be 15 minutes of like takedown and ground and pound. Um, okay. but even then it's still, it's still a dangerous, it's all everywhere that you can get hit by Jared Cannonier is a dangerous place. Um, and if you're Jared Cannonier, you also know that a win, a win almost guarantees you a fight, uh, a, a title shot. Mm-hmm. Unless Whitaker wins. It's a it's a fun day and age to be looking as a fighter of where you're going to go because. It depends on three other fights. There's no like, yep, you win, you get a title shot. It's like, well, if you win and he wins and he loses, then you get a title shot. Yeah, there's a crazy math in it. Um, but but now that we have our picks down, uh, do you have anything else that you want to throw in on uh, uh, Cannonier and Brunson? I think with a fight that, for my pick, Cannonier, I think what he's going to do is he's been hopefully – hopefully been training for like the, the takedown defense, keep it on the feet, keep him at a distance, get up, you know, get him with some jabs, get him rocked. And then hopefully just land the shot that he needs. I want to see him and Adesanya go at it. I want to see if Adesanya can, can be elusive and get in and get his shots without Cannonier getting to land one of his. That's why I picked Cannoneer. If Cannoneer can connect, it can be a really, man, it can be a really, really tough night. And I think that that, I think that if you're Jared Cannoneer's team, you bank on, you probably bank on Brunson leaning on his wrestling. So you're mm-hmm. going to work on that. Um, yeah, man, it's an exciting fight. It is, it is a, it has, 
every uh, every possibility of being um, a great fight or a great fight. All made. It, it could be greater. It could suck, but I'm I'm leaning towards being a really good fight. Um, but I'm I think I'm sticking with Brunson. I'm going to stick with Brunson. Um, and and I've gone back and forth on this. So like I will, I could I'll probably change my mind tomorrow uh, after I've gotten some rest. But for right now, at this particular second, the more thought I put into it, I'm going to say Derek Brunson uh, wins by you know by going to what he's going to be dominant at um okay yeah i'm saying cannoneer by knockout just do what he does roger that all right next fight uh this one's for all the marbles middle well no i'm sorry this is not for all the marbles we still have the heavyweight fight that could be the greatest heavyweight fight of all time whoa whoa i'm sorry i'm sorry mr whitaker i'm sorry mr adesanya we'll get to you later holy shit i'm sorry i'm sorry dave we almost we almost overlooked captain hot balls (sighs) mr america my balls are hot i gotta take a shit (laughs) who's he knocking out i mean fighting well, he's fighting uh, Taya Tavasa, whose last name I'm butchering, I'm sure, who, I, you know, there is an entire continent of people that are probably saying the exact opposite of what you're saying. So we need to, we need to recognize that, that their guy is not a little guy, and he hits really, really hard, too. Yeah, he does. But I have learned with my years of watching, I never bet against my balls are hot. No. I can't. No. I voted for president, just saying. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with all of that. I love Derek (laughs) Lewis. I love Derek (laughs) Lewis. All right. There's boxers out there. Mr. President, you forgot your pants. Balls are hot. Derek Lewis is uh, is a great American. He's lots of fun. He makes the internet wonderful. Um, <laughs> Does he makes Instagram <laughs> wonderful? I uh, I can't say enough about Derek Lewis and uh, and he, bless his heart. He's a national treasure. Derek Lewis is everything right with America. Um, they, on the the. Uh... Uh, hold on, Mount Rushmore. I wouldn't be opposed. I want to know why it's not being discussed. Put that on Instagram. Derek Lewis yeah. and Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Get rid of, get rid of one of them. Like, get rid of like. No, I think yeah. we can make it better. Get to be an inflatable version of him and put it next to the rest of their faces. Inflatable, so you can you know. Wash it off, take it down, keep it clean. So, keep, keep clean. so I don't know if you've uh, you've ever read 1984 or seen seen the movie or anything like that, but one of the ideas in it is there is no history, there is no uh, there is no history, there is no future, there is only now, and the state cannot be wrong. I'm saying we go full 
idiocracy. We, we have America vote on, on NBC uh, between reruns of How I Met Your Mother, uh, who, who gets wiped off of Mount Rushmore and replaced uh, with Derek Lewis? I mean, it's so much happiness to think about it. Or, or you know what? Maybe we just throw him on there extra. We just have Derek Lewis. And, throw him uh, on the, the top of the mountain so they fly over it. You see Derek Lewis just staring at you. He's uh, guarding their back. Oh, man, yeah. And you, uh, and you have a cave system that goes all the way down to, like, the steaming cavern. Down below. Yes. This fight, I, I want, I'm going to pick Derek Lewis. But if he doesn't keep his hands up, he might have a dream about what the fight could have been like. I think it's a dangerous fight for, for both of them. Uh, and it, They're both so... Uh, I heard Chael Sonnen say that this um, this is one of those fights that's just exciting and it doesn't necessarily have a lot of context or some such thing. Maybe I'm misquote. I'm probably misquoting the great Chael, but I'll say that like the last the last cat that got a win over Derek Lewis fought for the belt. All right. So again, like like the fight before this, Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. This is a fight that potentially does have some real implications. Now, we have to remember, there's a lot of politics going on with Francis Ngannou right now and the heavyweight division. But we do know without a doubt that he's going to be out for nine months with a, with a knee injury. So at yep, the yep. very least, he is out for nine months with a knee injury. So will that open up another interim title shot? I don't think so. Uh, the UFC heavyweight champion does have a history, Francis pointed out, of fighting about once a year. So um, I think that, I think the UFC was probably expecting he would fight more. He didn't. He's the champion. He does that. But if he's out for at least nine months with that knee surgery. So this fight, the implication is if, if someone has a, um, a, a really heavy win, um, they could, if they can make Fran if they can make the Francis deal, they could get, um, they could get a, a, a shot at Francis. Otherwise you're going to have to do another interim belt and you're probably going to, you know, want Cyril gone in there. He's probably going to be the first person they call, but I think the first, this should be that what decides that fight. Mm -hmm. This should be, if you're going to do an interim title fight for the heavyweight division, I think, I think you, you call it now. If you know Francis is going to be out for at least nine months, and this is, this is for all the marbles. This gives you a long time to train and prepare to fight the heavyweight champion of the world or be the heavyweight champion of the world. I mean, really, this, this is what that fight should be. If, you're, if you are thinking about stripping Francis Ngannou of the belt, then this is the fight that you want to make for the interim title. Because that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> As a fan, that would be yeah. fucking awesome. So this fight, we're both going with uh, Lewis. 
I would be un-American if I did. I agree. Um, I would have had to that, have just been dad. The only, the only thing that upsets me about this fight is that it's not for the interim title. It might be. We still have time. You never know. You're right. We've got it. We've got about a, a, a week plus for this to happen. Um, all right. So next fight. next fight. This one is. This one is an interesting one. This is a rematch. Okay. Robert Whitaker, Israel Adesanya. I'm going to go with mathematics when I make my pick. Uh, like I know who I have in this. Um, who do you have? We can do it like last time where it's like three, two, one, and we just spit it out. I'm going out of Sonya. I'm going without a signing too. Um, I'm going with mathematics on this. You go with, because I know you know your mathematics, the percentage of the fighters that win the rematches. I got to go without a Sonya, not just because the math, but in the first fight, Watching it, I don't think Alessania played his whole hand. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I think he had more there, and this time he's coming out just to put the exclamation point on it. I don't see it going to judges. I see Alessania trying to find a way to end it in a way that doesn't require a third rematch, doesn't require any hesitation or wondering. I see it ending in a way that kind of just ends this whole feud and i don't see it in the first round i see it in the end of the second or early third i don't see it going to a fourth or fifth i'm not saying how because it's really anybody's guess how what do you think Probably, if I imagine a third round um, stoppage. I mean, do you see it by strikes or by submission? So, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with uh, probably a um, either a referee stoppage uh, from strikes, like a TKO, um, or just a, a solid knockout. Um, I think that this is a, uh, I think Israel Adesanya is uh, he's like a video game character. He's figured out that his body is a video game character and he's playing Tekken. Um, like he just... is, he's on a whole other plane of existence. Um, and I think that at 185, there's uh not really a whole lot of challenges that he has left now that's what makes the last uh the last middleweight fight interesting all right you have Derek Brunson and Robert Whitaker now Derek Brunson wants that remit uh that remit uh, that rematch um and uh Israel Adesanya doesn't want to give it to him so that Whitaker gets, gets honestly, I hate to say, because I don't ever wish this on nobody, but I hope he gets slept. And then Adesanya is going to go on to face Cannoneer. And that's what I'm hoping for, because I want to see if Adesanya can be elusive enough to land his shots, but not give Cannoneer the chance to land his. 
and that fight has potential fire all over it. Um, yeah, well, that's a fireworks fight uh, for mm-hmm. sure. And I think that the fight on Saturday with Whitaker and Adesanya will also be a fireworks fight. But I think that Israel Adesanya is, um, he's from Mars, man. Like he's just from yeah. Mars. Um, so I think I like- Israel has his number. But I, I think I- that if Derek Brunson, and- go ahead, I'm sorry. I like the style bender. Because to me, it's like Matrix. He bends our world around him. The way he the way he gets in and out, the way he lands shots at angles, the way he avoids taking damage. So much time I've seen him in fights where guys are throwing those heavy hands and he's just like looking at the punches while they're going by him like it's nothing. I'm like, dude, that guy just swung fucking quick and you dodge that shit. And he does it without trying. Like, it's not like he's like, whoa, that was close. He's like, super slow motion. That's your fist. Yep, you tried to hit me. How? Okay. How? So then, so then let's talk about that because this fight could absolutely go the other way if Israel Adesanya does do the Anderson Silva Matrix movement that he's done in the past. He could get and slept. He, get- he could absolutely get slept. This is still... Uh, Bobby Knuckles is still a dangerous fighter. So you can't take a whole lot away from him, but I think Israel Adesanya has his number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, but I think that if Brunson rematches Adesanya, I think that um, I think that he has an opportunity that he probably didn't have before. Uh, and that I mean, he took Israel out of Sonya's best shot. He, he lost, but I think that he's he's learned enough from that. Um, okay, well, let's but, flip it a little bit here. What if my guy wins? How do you see Cannoneer versus Adesanya? Um, I I don't know how good Jared Cannoneer's grappling. Now, I know he trained out of Legacy in Anchorage, uh, home of Jordan Contra, home of Jesse Hull, home of some really, really bad mother lovers. And I'm sure they all love their moms, every one of them. But I, you know, I know that Israel Adesanya comes from an Atos Jiu-Jitsu background. That's um, um, Atos is Andre Galvao. Uh, world champion, uh, but I believe he's a purple belt. So, I, you know, I don't know. I think he can't stand there. He can't fucking stand there. I know that. I know Jared Cannonier can't stand in front of Israel Adesanya. I know that mm-hmm. Jared Cannonier is going to have to get his hands on him. He's going to have to pull him down. He's going to have to make it ugly and grimy. He's going to have to use all of that strength to make things really hard for Israel Adesanya in my opinion um I think that if the more I think about it I think that if Jared Cannonier wins it's um it's gonna be on top of Israel Adesanya ground and pounding him um or he's um 
he's going to get injured on the way in. He's going to get like, he's going to, he's going to get some damage to that front leg. Um, if he tries to stand Israel Adesanya is so fucking good. Um, but like we talked about before with Jared Cannonier, that man was a heavyweight. He knocked out heavyweights. So now he doesn't have all of that extra weight carrying around. I think that he's a much more dangerous, much scarier human being. I think that if he gets his hands on Israel Adesanya, it's going to be a painful night. Um, yeah. Um, in that, right. I, think, I think it favors, um, you know, like a fight club mentality, Jared Cannonier in it, willing to die. Jared Cannonier can, can win that fight, but it has to be his hands on Israel Adesanya and it has to be his ground and pound. It has to be using his, his strength that he got from being a heavyweight. Um, With all this being said, folks that are watching this, me and Bill will both admit every fighter's card can with ease whoop our asses. Oh, so fun of us while they do it. I don't know if you got a chance to watch the Kevin Holland video. So Kevin Holland, uh, Holland who is a Travis Luter, uh, Travis Luter black belt out of Fort Worth, Texas, had an internet troll say, you know, shit like, hey, I know you're a black belt, but I, I can submit you, I can submit you, I can submit you. And Kevin Holland submitted it. And Kevin Holland was like talking shit the whole time, which is great because it's what he does. Um but he submitted this dude. Every one of the fighters on this card um, can do that with ease. We'll beat the dog shit out of us. Yeah. Like it's funny. I'm I, and I've, and so, I've accepted that in my friendships with, uh, with fighters is every single one of them can kick my ass. And I've accepted that. I know that. Yes. So if we've offended anybody, we apologize. This is our own thoughts in our heads. So yeah, you can totally beat us up. I mean, please don't beat us up, but the fighters if they wanted to, I'm sure they know that they could beat us up. If you're going to do that, beat us up both at once. So we can both share the shame together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll feel shame with you. It's, well, when you feel shame, I'll be proud. I got this guy going to beat my ass. If Derek Lewis wants to fight me and you two on one, we're losing epically. But. Man, I don't think we could beat him at anything. <laughs> like, I don't think we could beat him at the UFC video game. Like. I bet him at tic-tac-toe. I don't know. I beat Otter eight out of ten times. I'm getting pretty good. Maybe tic tac toe. It's it's a maybe, but I don't know. I think that I got, like got a wrestling. You got an Indian leg wrestle Derek Lewis. He's a large <laughs> man. He's got really long, strong legs. I lose it everything to him. <laughs> I couldn't beat him at a thumb war. He fucked me up. Like if it's a feat of strength, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm fucked. I'm beat up. <laughs> Derek Lewis kicks my ass. I like, and I'm sure even like any of the UFC games, he beats me at that. I'm sure he gets <laughs> challenged to that, like by his kids. I'm sure like his, his kids are like, dad, I'll kick your ass. UFC four. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not real life. <laughs> no. no. UFC four. Yeah. The, the question right. is, does it play him? make him beat himself <laughs> man could you 
would you could you allow yourself to be anyone else if you are um if you are x fighter right like any fighter in the middleweight uh, division and your fighter is in ufc four um how often how often do you like do you play the game to prepare for your opponent now if i if i you know i know it's getting late you know i got shit to do you got shit to do maybe but max holloway said something about preparing uh for his opponent by playing the ufc game like the the artificial intelligence in that must be that good that uh, top fighters can adapt on the fly by you know playing or watching this game uh, get played out on a on a hard setting. Let's try it now. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's the play here. Maybe we uh, we could figure out who's going to win. By putting, uh, you know, PlayStation uh, UFC four on uh, on a hard uh, setting and letting the the fight play out five out of ten times. Your game any day this week. I'll have my employee bring his PS five down. We'll hook it up. We have the new UFC game, and we can do the whole fight part. I wonder what the accuracy would be. I would laugh if it was actually pinpoint accurate of how they win. I'm down to try this. Okay, but hear me out. A mat if it if it is, if it is, if it if it was if it was accurate, like within a like by method and round, right? Like by knockout in the second round, not time or anything like that. Would you be more or less convinced that we lived in a simulation? <sighs> more this so, game is so yeah. i i'm not going to be able to make it over but like you have people that love you enough to come to your store to plug in their playstation and see how this plays out i say you do it i could I'll, I'll do it and i'll write down who wins what way and i'll let you know tomorrow at the shop that i'm doing okay all right uh, now, folks, uh, if folks want uh, wanted to learn, uh, well, can we, do we want to talk about your store real quick? Give your store a shout out. Um, more important than my um, when When's it getting posted? Um, I don't know. So uh, let me stop real quick. <laughs>